0: Will you pray with me? Almighty God, we are so grateful as we have heard your holy word. And now as I stand before these, your people, I pray that this will be your message and not my own. Through the name of Jesus the Christ, amen. Actions speak louder than words. It's one of the phrases that I heard growing up, heard most of my life. Most of you have heard Actions speak louder than words. People make promises, but we will often say things like, talk is cheap. We want to see it demonstrated. If that's what you really believe, if that's how you really feel, how do you demonstrate it? Show me. Don't just tell me. People say that they love us. We want to see it. We want to experience it. People say that they will always be there for us, but we want to experience it. We want to see it. Christmas. Christmas is God's action backing up God's incredible word. God had told us so often that He loved us so very much. And Christmas Day, God really acts in an incredible way. God doesn't just say that He loves us. God proves that He loves us. And Christmas, it's the evidence of God's incredible, amazing love for you and for me. Look at the incredible ways that God Proves God acts in ways that shows this love for you. Dietrich Bonhoeffer is one of my favorite theologians, and in the book God in the Manger, Bonhoeffer says, God had seen the misery of the world and had come Himself in order to help. God came himself in order to help. You see. Our sin had broken our relationship with God. The temptation in the garden is the same temptation that we face today. And that's that's the temptation to put our own self-interest above God's. It's been said that the original sin is self-interest. And our relationship with God was broken. We found ourselves in a hole, a hole that was so deep. There was absolutely no way we could get out on our own. And without a Savior, we would die there. But God's love for you and God's love for me would not allow God just to look aside for God to go, forget it. I'm done. God loved us enough, God had to intervene. He chose to intervene. It's why I love John three sixteen and 17 so much that God so loved the world that He gave His only Son so that everyone who believes in Him may not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world Might be saved through him. It's Christmas. God got involved. God acted. God Himself made the difference. Rick Warren in the little book, The Purpose of Christmas, says if you really want people to know how much you love them, you can't send a representative to communicate it. You have to say it personally. That's what God did at Christmas. Christmas is God saying to you personally. And God then proving and acting to prove His love personally on Christmas Day when He gave to us the Christ child. I mean, who could have imagined the difference that would be made in a stable back in behind an inn in a small town in the Middle East. The difference that what was happening there would change the world forever, and yet it has changed the world and our lives forever. God Himself coming to live among us, to be born and take on human flesh, to become one of us, the incarnation where God Himself chose to to intervene and not to be born in a palace and not to be seen as royalty, but to be born in a barn as a human being. God chose to humble himself in such incredible ways to experience everything we've experienced. I love the way Frederick Buechner puts it when he said, The creator of the ends of the earth comes among us, in diapers, Think about that. The creator of the ends of the earth comes among us in diapers. God comes to experience everything we've experienced. God created us in His own image. And God loved us enough to come among us in our image. And that changes everything. That we have a God who is the Savior of the world, but a God who experiences everything we experience from birth all the way up through life and death. That's why the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14, Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We, we have a God who proves His love to the point that He put on diapers, came to live among us, experience everything that we experience, fully human and fully divine. Fully human, experiencing life. Fully human, experiencing grief. Fully human, experiencing temptation. And that changes our prayer life all Christmas, Christmas is about action speaking louder than words. God had promised a Messiah. God had promised a Savior. But then God, God Himself becomes that that Savior. God Himself becomes that Messiah. God Himself, our Lord, chooses to come and live among us on this day. But then something else happens, only about six miles away from the stable. About six miles away from the stable, the place where Jesus is born, will be the place where Jesus dies. Actions speak louder than words. That cross, some pretty powerful, powerful actions. It's a different Christ mass a different celebration of the christ a different kind of christ mass tree when jesus dies on one for us you see this baby in the manger the nativity it's it's about our salvation it's about a god so loving the world that he would be willing to come among us yes but then to die for us that we can be forgiven for our sins. To die for you and for me. To rise that we may have life. It's why when we read the story from Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, that the angel says to Joseph, And she, meaning Mary, will bear a son, and you're to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Jesus comes from the Hebrew word Yeshua. It means He will save. You see, this baby in the manger is the Savior of the world. The baby in the manger will travel just six miles over to die on a cross for us, giving His body and His blood. You know, of all the gifts that you may receive this Christmas, this... Our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ will be the most precious. And of all the gifts you will receive this Christmas, this will be the most expensive gift you will get. For this gift cost God everything He had to make sure He could give it to you and to me. But as with any gift, the challenge will be Accepting it. Receiving it. If actions speak louder than words, then hear the shout. Hear the shout from the angels and the glory of heaven and see what God has done to prove his love for you. For your God offers you a Savior who will forgive you for your sin and offer you everlasting life with Him. Now that is Christmas.